Off the Ball Daily. A home for your favourite podcasts from Off the Ball. I'll never forget it when Liam Gallagher comes up because Liam Gallagher wrote me says, Rod, this one's for you, mate. <laughs> Fit forever. Subscribe to the Off the Ball Daily podcast feed right now. Rugby Daily on Off the Ball. With Deliveroo, get top local restaurants delivered throughout the Rugby World Cup. Deliveroo, it's all on your doorstep. Welcome to Monday's Rugby Daily. My name is Richie McCormick and on the way, we know the referee for the Rugby World Cup final. World Rugby, meanwhile, is investigating an alleged use of discriminatory language towards England's Tom Curry in Saturday's semi-final. Plus, Pete Wilkins on Jack Carty and Mac Hansen's injuries. Rugby Daily is brought to you in partnership with Deliveroo. Get top local restaurants delivered throughout the Rugby World Cup. Deliveroo, it's on your doorstep. First up today, Wayne Barnes has been confirmed as referee for Saturday's World Cup final. Amazingly, in his fifth World Cup and what will be his 27th World Cup match, this will be his first final. There's some symmetry to Barnes' appointment as well, as he becomes the first Englishman since Ed Morrison in 1995 to oversee a final. That year also saw South Africa play New Zealand. Fellow English officials Carl Dixon and Matthew Carley will be Barnes' assistants on the night, with Tom Foley manning the TMO screens. Irish official Andrew Brace and George's Nika Amashu Kelly will assist Nick Berry in the third-place playoff meeting of England and Argentina. Ben Whitehouse of Wales will be TMO there. World Rugby is to investigate the alleged use of discriminatory language towards England's Tom Curry in Saturday's World Cup semi-final. Curry is believed to have approached referee Ben O'Keefe, informing him of an alleged slur from Springboks hooker Bongi Mbanambi in the 24th minute. World Rugby say they take all allegations of discriminatory language extremely seriously, but tournament director Michel Pousseau could offer no more than that when questioned on the matter this afternoon. My answer to your question would be, First, to reiterate that we always take all allegations um, related to uh, discriminatory behaviors very, very seriously, of course. And to confirm that, yes, um, we will be uh, reviewing uh, the, the allegations. But I, I don't think we can make any further comments, given the fact that it's... Um, it's, it's an ongoing process and, and until the conclusion of this process are known. As of yesterday, Springboks assistant coach Dion Davids was in the dark regarding the allegation. When uh, I honestly say I'm, I'm not aware of that, I'm not aware of any comment, it was never discussed. Uh, so I'm, I'm just not quite sure what the comment was or whether, whether it was said. So yeah, I, I, I don't know. And after Saturday's energy-sapping semi-final, Davids was also asked if the box have anything left in the tank for the All Blacks. If you can get a a better result early on and see the, the score clearly, it would obviously be the best position to be in. But unfortunately, listen, this is a, this is a World Cup and, 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 and we've played against teams in excellent uh, form. Um, last week, France at home. Um, I, I don't think it gets bigger than that. Uh, this week, a formidable e- um, England team that pitched up and, and really played very, very well. Um, uh, so yeah, we, we we really had to battle that out, but applause to our players um, um, for for turning things around. I mean, uh, that's just a, a testament of of the character of the players in this team. Um, being around for six years now, um, uh, being under this uh, type of situations uh, for a couple of times, um, understanding how we operate as a squad, uh, whether you start or whether you come off the bench. Um, trying to adapt um, and making plans on the run um, to work things to the, to, to the better um, assist and um, yeah, we just we just glad that we could have um, turned things around um, last week and this week. 
Um, hopefully, hopefully this week um, we won't be in a similar situation, but uh, it will still be a tough, a tough battle. Now, Connacht faced the prospect of being without Jack Carty for the next couple of weeks. The out half received hospital treatment on a facial laceration sustained in Saturday's win over the Ospreys. Meanwhile, the province could also be waiting on Mac Hansen's return due to an injury sustained on World Cup duty, according to head coach Pete Wilkins. Yeah, look, the, the calf's fine. He, um, he he rolled an ankle actually at the the end of that game or at the end of his, his participation in that game. That was um, that was what brought him off the field. So uh, he might need a couple of weeks rehab around that. He, he's obviously got his allocated leave time now as well. All of those international guys have got three weeks break, so um, they're into week two of that now. So he'll uh, he'll start on, on that rehab, get a head start on it, and um, you know we'll manage that over the next month as he goes. Leinster finally were the only one of the Irish provinces to lose their opening URC fixture at the weekend. Leo Cullen's side conceded six tries at Scotstoun in a 43 points to 25 loss to Glasgow Warriors. After the game, Cullen spoke to Leinster TV's Daniel Kelly. Um, yeah, like I think the guys are pretty frustrated in there with themselves. So, um, like lots of good effort and everything. And, you know, it's a tough place to come always here at Scotstoun. So, um, you know, we had lots of opportunities in the game, lots of entries into Glasgow's 22. We just lacked a bit of composure, really, at different stages um, to, you know, obviously to score more points ultimately. But, you know, on the flip side of that, Glasgow were a lot more clinical in terms of taking their opportunities and, um, you know, some soft enough scores from our point of view. So, um, but that's the level that we're at now. So, um, there's a big period I think just before half time where we don't convert after a sequence of what three or four penalties from Glasgow so and then similarly in the second half when Glasgow down 14 men at 24-20 and um, eventually they come up with a penalty and then they score almost straight away the other end so it was that sort of day unfortunately for us so um, but a lot of plot positives I thought like guys were fighting hard out there um, particularly some young guys gaining valuable experience and hopefully they'll stand some over the course of the rest of the season That's it for today's Rugby Daily don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby feed to keep this podcast coming at you Monday to Friday Sarah Nashka my name is Richard McCormack I'll have more Rugby Daily for you with thanks to Deliveroo on Tuesday till then thanks for listening